everyone welcome to another episode of the coast to coast podcast as always my name is kyle and i'm misha and today we're going to be talking about the netflix original movie the platform um so this is basically one of the latest of netflix's releases uh, appealing to a mass of people kind of captive in their homes looking for more content to engage with um and this one is takes a bit more of like a darker um dystopian path um but i i thoroughly enjoyed it what were your what were your thoughts kyle yeah, so this is the second most watched movie on Netflix right now, and oh, I guess wow. therefore the second most watched movie in the United States since sure. everyone's watching Netflix. And it's super surprising because it's a Spanish language horror movie and there's mm-hmm. no like bankable stars. It's not even part of a franchise. So so why is is the platform so popular and that's kind of what we're going to get into? with this, this episode. Um, and again, definitely. I think that it was very well done. It definitely does get very dark and it kind of has, um, a pretty Some on pretty the nose message yeah, about wealth, themes, and, I guess. wealth inequality being one. Um, but yeah, I think that it's pretty original. Um, and I guess we'll just get into it. Yeah, so before we dive into kind of our analysis or our high-level thoughts, I'll give you a quick synopsis. Um, so it's obviously set in this sort of dystopian future. I guess we'd assume it would be in Spain, given that it's a Spanish-language film. Yeah. Um, and the main character, Goring, volunteers to spend six months in a quote-unquote vertical self-management center which is a facility where the pairs of residents, or I guess you could even call them inmates or cellmates, are periodically switched at random between what appears to be 200-plus vertical floors. Uh, Once a day, the inmates are fed by a platform of food that descends from the top level down. Hmm. However, the system makes it so that the people at the top levels, like level one, are able to eat as much as they want, while those at the lower levels, in like the 200s, say, are left with leftovers, scraps, or sometimes nothing at all. Um, And so this main character is kind of shocked at the behavior of the facility's inhabitants under these circumstances and believes he can make a change and bring people to act in solidarity. Um, So try not to give you too many spoilers there uh, in the synopsis, Um, but this is, like you said, Kyle, very kind of on-the-nose, very heady themes. Um, And... Yeah, I think it was very raw mm-hmm. um, and very thematic, um, but I, I really liked it. I think it was like a really good blend of humor in some places and like pretty gruesome violence. And obviously the, the main themes about um, wealth and inequality, which has become kind of a popular topic ever since, you know, like Parasite was one of the really prominent films that address those. Right. And in this world of the platform, that inequality where those at the top get the most and those at the bottom Mm -hmm. get nothing is food. And Mm -hmm. in our world, that's, that's food and money and coronavirus tests and a roof over our heads or a roof over our heads. And yeah. And you see the prisoners, um, in the lower number levels feast, you know, while anyone below 75 or so starves for a month 
And, mm-hmm. and those on level two, for instance, don't have to gorge themselves and, and could save plates for, you know, the poor souls stuck on level 150, you know, it, right. because it could be them the next month after all, but they don't. And, and of course they don't because when people have access to the maximum of whatever their wealth is in this world being food, mm-hmm. um, they kind of turn selfish. They forget about others, even though they were just in that same position a month ago and could be the next month. Sure. Yeah. So the one thing that really was like the biggest question after watching the movie, obviously you kind of described how that vertical self-management center is sort of like an allegory for these capitalistic societies where people at the top, you know, they're like, Hey, I'm privileged enough. I've worked to get to this spot. Therefore I can enjoy everything it affords me. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, we we sort of hear notions that maybe this is a prison, like people are sent here for punishment. Um, for instance, instance, Goreng, the main character, his first cellmate is in this self-management center because he killed somebody. Um, but we also see that Goreng is allowed to like volunteer himself into it. Mm-hmm. So like to me, the biggest question was like, what is the purpose of this vertical self-management center? Is it purely punitive or are perhaps the people in what the government is known as this administration, um, are they perhaps like searching for a solution to some of the world's economic problems or like, you know, is it something maybe far less uh, orchestrated than that? What, What were your thoughts on that? Um, well, it seems very government heavy and again, Mm. it's a lot of people have, although praise this movie has kind of come out saying it is a little bit too timely, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of everything that's going on right now. Um, but it's an, it's an odd system. Um, and I think. I think with each like new reveal, cause there are a lot of reveals in this movie. Um, each reveal has like this sort of like grim, like logic behind it. And I think that is yeah. kind of when it goes between like the, the platforms always raising and lowering and month after month that they're changing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but it seems like the writers of the show make sure that there's always like a new facet of the scenario, like emerging that's going to either shock you and intrigue you. And it seems like just as soon as one situation settles in, they somehow shift to something subtly different. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I guess it it was definitely like a very thought provoking, um, dynamic, like this idea of sort of trying to, and I, to me, it was like a very strong symbol of capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those at the top, uh, not leaving enough for those at the bottom. Obviously more like a criti- critical view of capitalism. Um, but I think some of the devices that they used um, were good in sort of painting a picture of what some of those adverse effects of capitalism are. Um, for instance, Goring's first cellmate is like, you know, I, I think he basically hints at having eaten one of his past cellmates and Goring's like, well, why not just wait out the month and wait till you get to a better level? Um, 
and basically his summit is like you know you, you have no idea if you go to a better level you could go to an even worse level you could go to the last level mm-hmm. um, and you could have one bad month and everything's over and i think that is a lot like the reality of most people living even in the u.s you know if they have one bad month a lot of them maybe don't have the savings to handle some sort of emergency or you know someone breaks their leg and they don't have insurance um or you you know you lose your job and then the coronavirus hits you know all that stuff is very real um and i think using that device to kind of evoke the feelings of like the maybe the negative parts of capitalism that we don't necessarily acknowledge was really really interesting right and i think there's also there's an almost lovecraftian sense of horror i think to the platform Mm -hmm. in that the characters are stuck in a vast like indifferent place they can't fully understand and you know the answers that they're looking for aren't very forthcoming Mm -hmm. and again speaking to the current climate going on it's there's also a very personal um horror as well and but i do think that but where there's nothing like really funny about you know growing wealth inequality i think that the platform saving grace is its sense of humor um i do think that i think it's Sola and Rivero are those the writers? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, who the writers' names were, but yeah, yeah, they, they had initially written this as a uh, play for the stage as well, which is interesting. Oh wow! Well, they they definitely they packed the script with with little um like there's this the things that happen that are very tension and skewering moments. Um, mm. they all inevitably come out as a surprise and almost sometimes as a relief. And there is some humor that's kind of silver lined into those moments. Right. Yeah. And I would say the vessel for much of that humor is like the main supporting actor who's Goreng's original cellmate. The mm-hmm. actor's name is Sorion Egilior. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I pushed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw people even comparing his performance to that of Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs um, because he blended this sort of like sadistic um, willing to step on another person's throat sort of mentality while also balancing some of the humor of his like samurai plus knife or um, just -hmm. even like the way he was like munching on his food was pretty humorous. Um, But yeah, I think what again like what it did so well is it blended humor into even such heavy themes of even it's sometimes like cannibalism and um you know murder oh Um, yeah i would definitely say that for a grotesquely violent film about mm -hmm. the towering you know oppression of capitalism it's it's shockingly entertaining and pretty lively Mm mm-hmm I think what it also does really well is you get introduced to this cast of characters um, throughout the film. Obviously, Goran goes through multiple different cellmates. And it's really interesting to see what each of their approaches are to controlling other human behavior mm-hmm. in the vertical self-management center. Um, so obviously, his first uh, cellmate is very apathetic. 
um, more of like a, you know, I'm looking out for number one, survive at all costs. Um, and then he gets put into a cell with the, the lady who actually admitted him into the program. And she presents more of like a compassionate, trying to help other humans approach that ultimately just like doesn't work. Um, and so you see all these characters try to kind of like solve the problem. And I feel like that's what economists and um, great thinkers for a long time have tried to do is like try to find a, a system that's better than capitalism that doesn't result in communism, you know? Right. Um, and you, you see each of these characters kind of struggle with that. And I think what ultimately the message is that it's like it's up to people to influence change and not the government because you sort of see them try to take agency over um, the actions of the whole group and people acting in solidarity because mm-hmm. um, the government's solutions are typically utilitarian um, or at least kind of strive to be, but they often lack the sort of like empathy or compassion of like the human and mm-hmm. they don't really put enough accountability on people to do their part. Um, and I think, you know, the, the director, I'm going to butcher this too, Galder Gastelou Russia. Mm-hmm. This was his debut feature film. Um, but damn, what a, what a debut. Yeah, for sure. Again, second most watched movie in Netflix, a.k.a. the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's nice because when we were back in Oscar times, we were talking about the lack of awareness for international films. Yeah. And how we wish there was more out there. We we wish we had access to more because although there's so many good international films, we just aren't they're not available for us a lot of the times right in the United States because of course a lot of these streaming services are regionally locked. So Netflix here is ne- different from Netflix in Spain or Netflix in China. Um so for them to kind of take this Spanish film, bring it over to the United States and then skyrocketing to the second most watched movie. Um, I think that's definitely a good thing for viewers and for people when it comes to taking these films more seriously. Sure. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. And I think, you know, like you said at the Oscars, Bong Joon-ho basically pleaded people to give these international feature films a chance. Um, and, I don't think anything can provide as much credibility as a best picture Oscar can, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and yeah, hopefully this is the beginning of more international feature films. Um, and I, I feel like I've even seen some on Netflix or even like Amazon that are just displaying themselves more prominently, probably because, you know, people are airing more towards them. Right. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen train to Busan, but that popped up on my Netflix and I added to my list. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, definitely a big fan of these foreign language films. Yeah. So um, again, this movie, um, did you have more to say or did you want to wrap it up? Oh yeah. Sorry. No, I just wanted to, there was one thing that I noticed when watching the film and any listeners might also, if they give the film a shot, um, was you would think for what ends up being more than 300 levels of, people that they would provide maybe some more nutritious food yeah you you know i was like scratching my head at the amount of like cakes and Mm -hmm. uh panna cotta is like the kind of central uh symbol in the film and i was thinking like why don't they provide something a little more wholesome 
Um, yeah, I don't I guess. know if that struck you as well. It did, and then you know those those foods, those cakes, those desserts, they fill you up for just a moment, and then after mm-hmm. that, you are full or you're you're hungry again. Um, so maybe that has something to do with kind of what they're trying to say, where you have access to these things and you can ingest them, but even though they might make you happy momentarily very soon you are back feeling that same way that you did before hungry and wanting more yeah totally and i think also the appearance of them is very like lavish and opulent Mm -hmm. and is kind of like starkly juxtaposes those suffering versus those at the top you know um Mm -hmm. and i think this movie is it's certainly designed for people who like their future fiction thoughtful and certainly relevant and um, for people who enjoy the runaway train feeling of having no idea like where a given story could possibly go next. Mm-hmm. This is certainly good for you as well. And I think it's also kind of a, it's kind of escapist action centered relief from the feeling of being trapped right now by this pandemic, sure. but it's perfectly stepped into that feeling too, which, you know, resonates with a lot of people going on right now. Totally. Yeah, I, I think, again, we've said it, it it's just like, it's a, a great balance of the social and economic sort of allegory or critique, great suspense, great action, some good dark humor, um, you, like you said, that sort of escapist style, um, and really, in a very fair way, kind of critiquing both capitalism, but at the same time, socialist systems as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think... It was the director himself who basically said that the key message is that eventually humanity will have to move towards a fair distribution of wealth. You know, what that perfect system is, we don't really know. But to me, at least what I gathered from the film is that, like, it's going to be up to the people and not necessarily like a government to dictate it for people. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But again, uh, really, really fun film to watch. Um, if you're squeamish, probably not the best one to watch. <laughs> there is a good degree of violence um, and gore. Um, but if you're into the foreign language movement, uh, this is definitely a good one to add to your list. Yeah. So that's going to wrap it up with this episode. Um, the platform again, it's streaming on Netflix. Check it out. If you haven't again, don't forget to send us any sort of listener questions, comments, um, anything like that to our Twitter at C2C podcasting or on anchor.fm slash coast podcast. We enjoy listening to those and reading those and don't forget to share subscribe and leave a five-star review please do and for now we will talk at you next time see you then bye